Welcome to the Meeting Point Podcast. More conversations and less conclusions. Welcome to the Meeting Point Podcast. My name is Amy Oberg, and I am the Women's Ministry Director for Journey Church. Today, we are in the second part of a mini-series called Love Anyway. This mini-series does have four parts. Love Anyway was last week, Live Anyway, Learn Anyway, and Laugh Anyway. We are exploring living in spite of the circumstances or living in spite of the cards that we've been dealt. And just like a diamond, there are many facets of reflection. We all have something unique to offer our world. We are a reflection of God, and we want to show that reflection of God to each other. This week, we actually get to take that reflection and shine it into our world to be the light, even if our world is dark. God really does have a plan, and what the enemy means for evil, God will use for his good. This is actually one of the hardest things to do in life, is to live anyway. When everything seems to be going wrong in your life, will you continue to live and thrive? Just like David or Daniel, Esther, Jesus, Paul, Moses, Noah, the list goes on and on in the Bible of people who are willing to live anyway, despite the circumstances in their life. Now, Esther is one of those stories in the Bible. She goes through an identity crisis where she has a decision to make, whether she will reveal herself, and that decision could get her killed. It's a life-altering decision that she fasts and pray over, but she went for it and rescued a lot of Jews. She kept her eternity in mind. Now, while my story is not a life-and-death decision, when I was in the middle of it, it felt like it, that horrible sinking feeling of hopelessness. So here's the backstory. In my late teens and my early 20s, I had a relationship for about a year and a half and got pregnant outside of wedlock. Our relationship was over by the time I was 10 weeks pregnant. Later on in my pregnancy, I bent my knee to Jesus. God blessed me with an incredible godly man. And I got married when my daughter was only five months old. However, custody with my daughter and her father started almost immediately. So joint custody was just part of our life. Unfortunately, her time was split between two very different households. It is a horrible life for any child to go through. And I'm sorry, but sex ed does not teach you about split parenting or how to cope with your life without a child. So when she was young, I would do everything I knew how Regarding love and limits, I would do a good bedtime, good meals, and of course, do my best to teach my only child school stuff before she was actually in school. But my pastor would say life is just messy. And parenting never really goes like you think. Your days can kind of get away from you very quickly. And let's be honest, in parenting, one plus one does not equal two. So, sorry to all of you young parents. Now that I have a married daughter in all of our greatest efforts, our kids really do have to find their own relationship with God. And it typically comes at the cost of tearing away from their parents. So, any empty nester is ready to cry with you. So, we are here for you. So back to the story, my sweet three or four-year-old daughter would be perfect, of course, rested, clean, and then she would go to her dad's house for three or four days. I would go to pick her up, she'd get in the car, a completely different child, angry, exhausted, hungry, they're always hungry, and then they proceed to give me an attitude, like an ugly attitude, no hi or hello mom, nice to see you, just attitude. 
Now, remember, we are talking about a young child. She did learn how to adjust quicker the older she got, but in the moment, I felt like I was a failing parent, and it felt hopeless. The pain of her transition was too much for her brain and her heart to comprehend, but I still had to do my job as a parent. So then comes in the guilt. I had given her the split home, and it was because of me that she had to deal with this. And I had a choice whether to deal with this in guilt or to just continue to parent and live anyway. So after much prayer and pleading with God, I felt the nudging of Jesus to parent exactly the way I would if I did have full custody or we were a nuclear family, idealistically. It was an extremely frustrating process. Week after week, she struggled and I was brokenhearted for her. As parents, we had the choice whether we were going to live anyway, given our circumstances or in spite of our circumstances. You know, living anyway may have a different meaning for everyone in their life. It will look different in everyone's life. Does that mean that you get up and make your bed? Or does that mean that you get up and make sure that you go to work? Or does that mean you call your mom or a friend for help? Or for me, parenting in a godly fashion, even when you're struggling in a joint custody situation. For me, it meant that I had to parent well. So without falling into a trap of parenting inside my guilt, I needed to act as if everything was mostly okay. That required a trust in God and that he had a plan and that there was hope and the progress we made would reveal itself over time. And sometimes it wasn't okay, but I was choosing to press on and live anyway. Paul talks about this in Philippians. He talks about pushing through and pressing on, even though he obviously had not attained the perfection that he speaks of. Because perfection lies in heaven. There is no perfection now, but there is a pressing onward in heaven. Philippians 3, 13 through 16. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal and win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. And if some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. So this means holding on to the progress that we have already made. See, we have already come so far in our walk. And even if you're a new Christian, that means you've already come this far in your life. You've started something new. So don't lose the ground that you have already gained. That's what Paul is talking about. So in my circumstance, I have to remember that God has already changed my life. I'm out of a toxic relationship for my life, and now I'm in a situation with a godly man and I have a daughter. This is progress in my life, even if it's hard, and I have to remember that inside of my circumstances. I really have come so far. It's just hard to remember. So, I do have to still deal with the consequences in my life. I can't forget about the progress that I've already made. And that progress is in Jesus heavenward. It's not easy to remember that our progress is in heaven. 
It's not easy to choose hope inside our circumstances and live anyway. Choosing to live anyway comes at a cost. And I'm not talking about living your life without emotion or without grief or without the ups and downs, because that was my life, living in the ups and downs. I'm talking about learning how to live in the big picture of life and choosing to trust and hope in God to help you make it through the tough times. I also feel like my specific situation lends itself to being my fault. Or you could say I had chosen to take responsibility for my actions and the consequences of long-term effects of sin. But what if the circumstances are no one person's fault? Then what happens? We can bring things up like cancer or accidents or infertility or war or viruses, for example, and many other things that are out of our control. We have a tendency to point the finger and want someone to be at fault. While these things affect us, we still have to choose to live anyway in the hope and trust, no matter how long it takes. We must stand in the victory of progress that we have made in our lives. Our progress is heavenward. Will we thrive in these times, bend but not break, allow God to move, or will we lay down and be a victim, forgetting about the progress God has made? We have a choice to press on towards heaven, even if, even if it costs us, because God has a plan for our life and we are in process. As you live anyway inside a facet of a diamond, your reflection of God is being shown to the world. Be encouraged that your decision to live anyway is being that light even in our dark world. And we are making progress heavenward. Lots of love. Have a blessed day. And live anyway.